Well, uh, honky tonkers. Stan the Joke Man speaking here. Did you happen to be at the Meta Get Alive Stadium last night? The Jets Chiefs game? I wasn't either. Didn't keep the television from shoving Taylor Swiftly in my fucking face every five minutes. My God. She got more camera time than anybody. Jets and the Chiefs, course, played last night. Chiefs won the game 23-20. to Barely squeaked out a win over the Jets. That's right. And as I predicted, Zach Wilson of the Jets was the best fucking quarterback in Meta Get Alive Stadium last night. Mahomes, I mean, he threw some great passes to Jets players too, but I don't think he was supposed to fucking do that. You know how come the Chiefs played so shitty? Because the night before, Mahomes' wife and Taylor Swift were out partying, and Kelsey was out partying with my homeboy. They were out getting laid, having a good time, and partying the night before the game. So here we go. Taylor Swift shows up, and now she's fucking the team up. I got listeners up in Kansas City. I hope you all see this shit coming. Taylor is going to swiftly fuck up your Chiefs. Yeah. And then she's going to make her way over to the Royals and fuck them up too, I bet. Yeah, it's called the Kansas City Dugout Shuffle. It's one of my favorites. You know what pisses me off the most about it, though? It's not the fact that Kansas City is struggling on the field already because of Taylor Swift's vagina. It's that Zach Wilson really was the best quarterback in the stadium last night. And how does the right-wing newspapers read up in New York this morning? Jets upset bid sunk by Zach Wilson's late fumble and heartbreaking loss to Chiefs in front of Taylor Swift. Fumbled in front of Taylor Swift? Who gives a fuck? What is Taylor recruiting? Is she a quarterback coach? Who gives a shit what Taylor thinks about the fumble? Oh, wait, I get it. You're saying because Zach Wilson fumbled in front of Taylor Swift, there's no way in hell he's ever going to get laid by her. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you fumble in front of Taylor, she's not interested. It's okay if you jerk off in front of her. Just don't fumble. Yeah, that's Travis Kelce. Chief, the whole team, she will screw who, who, Kelsey, yeah, he's her steed, till she finds Andy Reid. Break aside, robots, please report to the dance floor. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Yeah, you're here. Give me some juice. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios in Henrietta, America. Now time for your host, he's magical. Stan the Joker. Trump set to appear in court today. First court appearance in this uh, fraud trial in relation to the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. You have the $250 million lawsuit. 
Well, they're saying Trump's going to be at the Manhattan Supreme Court today to hear the opening statements as part of the trial in which the uh, former president, his sons, Eric and Donald Trump Jr. and the family real estate company, the Trump Organization, are all accused of fraudulently inflating the value of properties by billions of dollars in order to obtain financial perks. And you know what's so crazy about this case? The preponderance of the evidence on Trump is so massive. The fraud, there almost doesn't have to be a trial. There's going to be a trial because that's how we do it here in America. Everybody gets a trial and is presumed innocent until proven guilty. But in Trump's case, the mountain of evidence is on such a large scale. The prosecution can take a nap during the trial and still win the fucking case. You see, folks, had Aaron Rodgers got up off his ass last night at the Meta Get Alive Stadium as a Jets player walked down there in his crutches in front of all the fans, the other players on live worldwide television, dropped his pants and took a shit in the middle of the stadium, then wiped his ass on the field, got up, pulled his britches up, and then hobbled off, got a beer, and left the stadium. We don't have to have a trial. We know who took a shit on live worldwide television in front of everybody. That would be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Hobbled his ass out there and took a dump right in the middle of the stadium. Flipped everybody off, got a dog and beer and rolled. We don't have to have a trial for that. I think we have plenty of witnesses to testify. We just need to decide how we're going to punish his nasty ass after we clean the field, of course. I ain't playing on a football field full of human shit. You can clean the fucking field, then I'll go play. Ain't no sawdust going to work on this one, Skippy. You get the lawnmower. Matter of fact, I'd rather you dig out that portion of the field and just replant it. We'll pick up the schedule sometime next spring. Adios, amigos. All right. Anyway, that's how bad it is for Donald Trump. Store clerk in the Bay Area by the name of Siraj went to confront 38-year-old Ken Burton in the store, who was obviously, Ken Burton was in there shoplifting. Yeah, he'd been in and out of a liquor store, convenience store out there in the uh, Bay Area. Several times that day, other employees had warned Siraj when he come in for his shift that this uh, Kendall Burton fella keeps coming in, and he's trying to shoplift, so uh, just be aware. Siraj came in to do his shift, and sure enough, here comes Kendall Burton, a shoplift. When Siraj goes to approach Kendall Burton, 38-year-old Kendall Burton, about the shoplifting, you need to get out of this store. Kendall Burton turned around with lighter fluid, squirted Siraj, then set him on fire. Well, Burton's being held in jail without bail. And more than likely, he's going to go to prison. Yeah, that's attempted murder, in my opinion. Attempted murder. Not just an assault. That was a terrorist attack. That guy is not fit to live in society anymore. I'm tired of fucking around with these people. Pull them out of society. Pull them out of society. Let's bring back some fucking public executions. Can we? Listen. Burning at the stake. Guillotine. Hanging. Firing squad. Lethal injection. They're all avenues that go to the same place, right? So I think it should be up to the victim's family to choose how these fuckers die. Let's do it that way. That'll slow down some of the fucking hate crimes and shit in this country. You let the victims decide how these fuckers die. Die is, who gives a fuck how they get there? Just get them there.
I'd like to get a nice rolling boil of oil. Yeah. And I'd like to take one of these pedophile child molesters and slowly, inch by inch, drop them feet first. Let the kid control the dipping mechanism. You know, there's something you may not know about the Holocaust. When Americans liberated camps, when the British liberated camps, when they all liberated camps, this was widely known. General Dwight D. Eisenhower and General Patton, they went to neighboring towns and at gunpoint forced German citizens to walk through those camps. They didn't stop there. Then they were kind enough to look the other way as the prisoners of those camps took the German soldiers that had stayed behind and, well, the former prisoners of those camps threw those German guards in those ovens. Ten seconds here, five seconds there. Pull them out, throw them back in, pull them out, throw them back in. Oh, I bet those are good times. If someone has been absolutely proven guilty in a court of law, can we bring that shit back publicly? to deal with evil people. I would like to deal with evil people in this country accordingly. Public lashings, whippings, hangings. Yeah. Hey, let's get creative. Feed people to sharks, that kind of thing. Well, we do that anyway without any help at all. Kids go to the Caribbean and jump off cruise ships. Yum, yum. <laughs> Everybody stay right here. We're going to come back with some Dear Stan letters right after a mention from this show sponsor. Pure, clean cannabis crops. Out there producing and working all night while we sleep. Sun breaks and we see the Griffin family farm. This family, the folks out there, they're out here every day. Working these fields, growing untainted, uncorrupted product. Makes spirits whole again. Hey everybody, it's the Stan the Joke Man. Folks, Firemeds Cannabis. It's a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. I mean, from seed to sale, they're in charge. They oversee the quality control, and you know where your product is coming from. Rick Simpson Oil is made on site. That's right. You don't have to take their addictive dope anymore. Rick Simpson Oil made on site. Do yourself a favor, please. Go to Leafly.com. I want you to look at FireMed's Cannabis entire menu, and you decide for yourself. Know where your product is coming from, my friends. FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stilwell. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Please, anytime you'd like to get a letter to me, just hit me up Stan the Joke Man Show on Facebook, Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook, or the old-fashioned way, Joke Man Productions LLC, P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. Dear Stan, my mother is constantly berating my daughter, Hillary, about her looks, calling her a slob and telling her she needs to wear makeup and look pretty so she can feel good about herself. She is under the impression Hillary needs to look girly and get her hair done to please the eye. Hillary wants no part of girly things. She's still a kid. If I defend my child, mom starts fight by saying I'm raising a sluggard. She asks why I'm okay with such a sloppy girl and calls me a bad parent. I agree that sometimes Hillary is messy and her curly hair gets in the way, but isn't that part of being a kid? Hair gets tangled in the wind, but we can comb it out. The main thing is, at least my daughter is playing in the wind, right? Please help. 
Sunshine in Texas. Juan, tell your mom to mind her own fucking business. That is your daughter. Okay? If she wants to buy the daughter stuff and make suggestions, fine. But if she's going to start harassing the daughter, then you need to get your daughter out of that situation. If you're, Let your daughter decide if she wants to go see grandma or not. To what degree are we talking about sloppy? I guess that's my main question. To what degree? Is she just a little unkempt or does she look completely disheveled, homeless, and like shit? Well, you know better if she looks like that. I would hope you know better, but... But if she's just not interested in wearing makeup and fixing her hair every day and putting on eyeshadow and shit, so the fuck what? Yeah, print out a picture of a print out a picture of a Amelia Earhart and shove that up your mom's ass. That'll quiet her down. Appreciate the letter. Dear Stan, I applied to be a supervisor at the company where I work. Unfortunately I didn't get the job. One of my coworkers who held the same position I did though with significantly fewer years than me, was given the job instead. Initially, I tried to shrug it off and continued working as usual. Unfortunately, I find I just can't do it anymore. Since his co-worker is now my boss, I sometimes receive dictation instruction from him, you know, which makes me uncomfortable. I mean, I've begun to feel jealous. I've worked here more than 10 years now, and the fact that I haven't been able to move into a higher position has weighed me down. For financial reasons, I can't resign. Somehow, I have to make this new reality work. How do I get myself out of those feelings of jealousy and learn to proceed with my new life and my new boss stuck at work? You got to put fucking feelers out. I mean, if you haven't already tried to change position in the company or it sounds to me like you have, and they're just ignoring you, Now, somebody up there isn't pleased with you or just doesn't like you. You need to put feelers out. Get the fuck out. Go to another company. It's your only option. It may be a complete different career change. You ever thought about that? I hated office work. I went from working as a billing clerk in Long Beach, California, to working as a mule, mule and crack in Compton and Carson, to being a driver for hookers. High-end hookers in Hollywood and Beverly Hills. Yeah, that was quite the job change. You know why? I wasn't happy working as a billing clerk at that shipping company in Long Beach. (laughs) Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm cutting the fucking shit. Okay, I'm cutting the show short today because I'm going to the fucking fair. Guys, hey, y'all have a fabulous freaking day. We will be back on Wednesday, bombing down Poinsettia, Chapter 21, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. And, of course, the show will be back on Wednesday during the day, high noon, right here. Hey! Until then, bye, Candios, me amigos. Yeah.